Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dadon Tolbert Show. I am your host, Dadon Tolbert. This is the original Urban Podcast. Um, I wanted to, you guys probably, first of all, you guys probably, whoa, what do you, you just heard from you yesterday. Well, I, it's been a long time since I've done back-to-back shows. Um, some of you know I did a live show yesterday on uh, the impeachment of Donald Trump, the raid on the Capitol, uh, just everything that's going on, um, you know, politically, um, socially, you know, a lot of the civil unrest. Like, I talked a lot about that um, yesterday. And, you know, while I was doing that show, I mean, I mentioned it, but I've been, I've also been just thinking about the fact that I haven't done a lot of um, the types of shows that really people have come to love and enjoy and expect from me. And that's, you know, dating, um, shedding light on relationship topics and um, sex and, you know, how men feel about sex, how women view sex, how we as, you know, men and women can um, better communicate about um, those types of topics. And so that's what I want to do today. And I think this will be a topic that, you know, for people who've been asking about that, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be um, happy. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy today's show, um, and today's show being um, really how black men feel about sex, um, and I, I titled it the real reasons why you are ghosted. Um, a lot of times, you know, and I get a lot of questions. I get a lot of inboxes um, over in the friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group. You know, there's a lot of topics that have to do with. Um, with, with sex and, you know, just how to better navigate through that conversation. And um, what I did was is I, you know, first of all, let me just say this, this being Keeping It Real Fridays. I don't know if you guys have been following me for the last 15 or so years, but, you know, that's a, to, that's a um, you know, a that was a day that historically has just been known for me keeping it extra real. Um, you know, Keeping It Real Fridays is something that, you go back through the archives at datontobershow.com, iTunes, and all that stuff, you'll hear some of just the realest topics ever. Um, and that's what I want to do today. So that term ghosted, you know, has become popular as of late um, because it, it speaks to, you know, why men lose interest after sex, you know. And uh, just the other day we were having a conversation over in the group on – you know, why do men ghost women? Why do we stop calling? Why do we not, you know, follow up with that, that second date? Um, why do we, quote, unquote, play games? And I think that today's show, hopefully today's show, will help you guys as women um, get a better understanding of why, why that, um, you know, why that happens. And it's, it's not going to be the reasons that you think. It's, you know, I've heard things like, you know, men are afraid of commitment. You know, men are immature. You know, men are intimidated, you know, by our success, you know, or we just wanted this sex to begin with. And it's actually none of those things. You know what I'm saying? It's actually none of those things. So I'm going to talk about those. I'm going to answer some questions for you. But, again, if you guys missed yesterday's show, it's going to be two totally opposite shows, politics yesterday, sex today. But definitely go back and check out yesterday's show if you missed it. Uh, if you had questions about the whole raid on the Capitol or just want to hear an, an alternative perspective, definitely check out that show, datontolbershow.com. All shows are archived over in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group under the announcement section, um, iTunes, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Also on Facebook Live. 
So let's jump into it. And this isn't going to be a, as long of a show as yesterday. Probably just try to get in and get out. Like I said, I just got I have about five or six questions. And I, I'm going to read the questions to you right now just so you can kind of see which direction I'm going to be going in with this. So the first one was um, just why do men lose interest after sex? All right? That's the first question. Why do men go swimming? What is that? What does that term even mean? Um, another one, one that I got was, um, what happens when a woman wants a relationship and a man doesn't? You know, can a man be uh, changed? Can his perspective be changed? Um, you know what I mean? What happens when two people are not on the same page? Um, you know, who's wrong? Is the woman wrong? Is the man wrong? Um, should it should the relationship automatically evolve into, you know, something else? Um, another question that I got was that I want to really touch on was, why do men continue to date a woman for multiple years and then not marry her or commit to her? Why waste time? And I want to talk about the answer to that question because it's probably going to be something that you were not uh, expecting. I want to also discuss what's good sex, right? I mean, what what is good sex? A lot of, you know, we hear terms like WAP. You know, and check out, that was one of the last shows I did in 2020 was WAP, discussing, you know, wet-ass pussy, you know, breaking down the lyrics of that song, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. So check that show out if you missed it. Um, really good and in, informative show. Uh, but what is good sex? What is bad sex? You know, what does that even mean? What are some turnoffs in the bedroom? A lot of women, unfortunately, think that just because you have sex with us, that that means that one that we enjoy it two that that is you know it's it's going to it's a positive thing you know and it's not you know all sex is not good sex you know what i'm saying so we do have to really break that down and talk about what what makes bad sex <clears throat> um and then one last question although i'm sure there will be many subtopics to these questions but you know someone as we, I'll say this, I'll put it like this, as we move more into a sexualized society, there are, good, there are more and more and more misconceptions about how we think and, and about sex, and we hear terms like threesomes being thrown out. We hear things like trains, and, you know, we, there's more and more swinger um, societies popping up, and... So the question then that I that I got and I was asked to speak on was what makes a man target a woman for things like trains, you know, um, threesomes? What like why why do we target certain women for those things, but other women we won't even mention those things? You know, and and that's that's a real question. That's a, these, these it's a it's an important question because a lot of I get a lot of questions asking why do men treat me this way? Why am I getting particular men sending certain pictures in my DMs, unsolicited dick pics, you know, if you will? Why does that happen? And some women genuinely don't understand why that happens. They think that it's just men being men. 
But it's important to understand. I'm going to, I'm going to get into it, but it's important for women to understand that all women don't get that, right? All women don't get treated like that. All women don't get disrespected. All women don't get um, men sliding into their DMs saying disrespectful things and soliciting them for certain types of behaviors. Certain women do, and only certain women do. And we have to really be clear and real about who those women are and what what they are projecting that attracts those types of women. It would be nice to be able to just put it all on them, but oh, all men are dogs and all men just want sex and we just want to send you a dick pic and we expect you to show us, send us back a picture of your, your, your boobs. And No, that's not the case. All men don't do that and all women don't get treated that way. And if you get treated that way, Today we're going to get to the root of why that happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be a little different from yesterday. So those are just a few of the questions. And I, I was thinking that this may have to be a, a, a you know a multiple-part series, and I think it will be because there's just too much. One, I don't want to be here talking to you all day. I'm sure you guys don't want to hear me all, all day, but there's so many layers to this stuff. I also want to talk about somebody asked me to – I've talked about it, and it's in my, my two, two um, this CD that I released about 10 years ago. Um, but what are the stages of men? Like I talk a lot about the three stages, so I'll break those down. You know, because that's also important to understand. Every man is not in the same stage of his life that someone else may be. You know what I'm saying? So we have to understand that there are layers, there are stages that we go through. So the, the way a man treats you, is ultimately going to depend on you, first and foremost, but also, too, the stage of life that he's in. So I'll break those down in a little bit. So let's go ahead and jump into it, all right? Let's jump into it. Um, I also want to say, just before I jump into it, you know, email me. You know, I'm also a life coach, guys. Um, so if you guys want a, a free consultation, inbox me, um, askdaydon at uh, gmail.com. Or just DM me on Instagram or, or, or Facebook or, or whatever have you, and we can set, schedule a free consultation. But I also do private sessions. been doing them for about 20 years now. Um, helped a lot of women find love, find success. So, you know, just throwing that out there. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's jump into it. How do black men feel about sex? I think the first thing that we have to understand is that there are many misconceptions about how we feel about sex, you know, and, and the most important thing, the first advice that I could give on that topic is you want to be very careful. There are not a lot of men that do what I do. This, I want to just be clear, you know. I mean, this is the original urban podcast. There's a lot of people that do this type of stuff, but there are very, 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 very few people who give dating and relationship advice, or specifically very few black men that give real dating and relationship advice, but from a biblical perspective. I just want to be I just want to put that out there. So be very careful, women, about taking dating and relate if you're a Christian woman, if you believe in the teachings of the Bible, if you want a Christian man, if you want a godly man, gotta put this disclaimer out there before we go any further. If you want a Christian man, you don't want to be out here taking dating and relationship advice from these YouTube guys, these Facebook guys who are giving all this advice, they're dropping all this profanity, they're saying all this stuff from a worldly perspective. They're going to steer you in the wrong direction. And I want to just say that the Bible has every answer that you need 
regarding sex. I'm going to give you guys a lot of advice today. But understand, it's going to be Christian advice from a biblical perspective regarding sex. It's going to be the realest advice you've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? But it's all from a biblical perspective. That's the difference. What's, the, what's that dude? I, don't, I forget the dude's name. The, the, the guy went viral when he was giving really harsh advice to that, to that woman. I forget the dude's name. Maybe somebody put it in the chat for me. I didn't care to remember his name, but everybody was talking about it because he was saying, you, what did he say, you don't, um, you're an average woman and you shouldn't expect to get an, an, you know, an, average, an above average man. And everybody's like, oh, oh, he's saying all this stuff. He's keeping it so real. I'm like, okay. I mean, in fact, a lot of the stuff he he said that I agree with, um, and I want to touch on that. Um, but you, you just got to be careful because that that type of advice was not being given with love, and it was not being given from a Christian perspective. So it's it's going to steer you, you know, in the wrong uh, direction. Even though on the surface it might have seemed seemed like you know good advice. Let me let me I want to read something to you guys. All right. I just want to read one I'm not going to I'm not going to preach to you guys, but I do want to read one one scripture that's going to kind of set the tone for everything else that we're going to talk about today. And then and we talk we're talking about how men feel about sex, right? We're talking that's the the basis of this. And this is one scripture that we've got to focus on. And that's in 1 Corinthians 6:18 through 20, which says, "Flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his, or in this case, her own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And that's the only scripture I'm going to put out there today. Right? But I want y'all to just keep that scripture in mind because it's going to set the tone for everything that we talk about in regards to how men feel about sex and how we treat you in regards to sex. The bottom line is this, ladies, and I'm just going to be blunt. This is keeping it real Friday. So there's no sugar coating today. There's no, you know, there's no, I don't do that anyway. But we're not going to, you know, BS around it. We're going to just be honest today. If you are a woman who does not present yourself in a in a Christian manner, in a respectful manner, you are going to be dogged for sex. You know, you're going to be dogged. You're going to have men target you for sex, and you're going to be dogged. You're going to be ghosted. You're going to be played. However, you want to classify it, unless you class unless you present yourself in a classy Christian manner. Men are going to target you for sex. You say, well, what do you mean by that? I'm not showing my breasts. I'm not showing my boobs. I'm not doing that. It's not about that. You know what I'm saying? If you are someone, and I'm just being honest with you, if you're someone who, and you know this because you guys, that's why you're listening, because you know it's probably already happened. If you know that you're having sex or you're open to having sex or you, you're a freak and you've got this freakiness inside you that's just dying to come out, that that energy, that vibe, is going to be emitted from your body and presented to men, and they're going to pick up on it, and they're going to target you for it. Target you for it. Okay? You're, you, it's impossible to, and I hate to say it like that, but because, every, because we live in a sexual society, a lot of women are dating, and society says, the world says, the media says, these music videos say that you have to 
you know, show a man something. You have to present yourself in a way that's going to sexually stimulate our mind. You got to be a lady in the streets, but a freak in the sheets. That's what, that's a, that's the further, that's such a, I mean, it's just a flat out lie that women have been brainwashed. A lot of women are growing up today without fathers, you know, without fathers and grandfathers and uncles to teach them and tell them the truth. But that's what I'm here for. You don't have to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets to get a man and keep a man. You just got to be a lady, and you got to present yourself as a classy woman and as a wife. That's different from being a freak in the sheets. Because what they're not telling you is that if you're a freak in the sheets, then you're going to be just to be labeled as a freak. <laughs> you know what I'm We don't marry the freaks. That's not to say we don't want our wife to be a freak. Right? That's not, that's, that's not what that says. Because the Bible, there's also scriptures for that. I'm not going to get into today. But if you're a, a great wife, you're gonna, your man is going to be pleased with you sexually. But the, that little phrase, that expression says you have to be a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets. That implies that we're talking about what goes on prior to marriage. And so what we have is we have a lot of women out here trying to be, trying to date. Right? They're dating and they're being a lady in the streets while dating, and they're being a freak in the sheets while dating. That's not what the Bible says to do. So if you're a freak in the sheets, you can't be surprised when he quote-unquote ghosts you. Or Luke, is all that freakiness in the sheets, that's going to turn him off. Women are like, oh my, you're scratching your head. It's like, oh my God, what is this guy saying? I've never heard this before. What is he saying? Well, it, it makes perfect sense, though, doesn't it? Because the scripture that I read to you confirms it. It says if you commit sexual immorality, that doesn't that sound like being a freak in the sheets? Being a freak in the sheets, there's nothing sexually moral about being a freak in the sheets. So what you're trying, think about what you're doing. You're trying to attract a quote-unquote godly man, right? You want, everybody says, what kind of man you want? They say, I want a man of God. I want a godly man. How do you want a godly man when you're trying to be a freak in the sheets? Where does that, what part of the Bible is that? What does it say in the Bible to get a godly man to have love? You gotta, you gotta be a freak from. Let's let's break that down a little bit. What does that even mean? What does it mean to be a freak in the sheets? So you can have sex with somebody, or you can be a freak with somebody. Because there's two different things. There's regular sex. There's like, oh, she's a freak. So if you, so so to, if you're the type of woman that is a quote unquote freak in the sheets, what are you doing? You're doing things that are different from what other women do. You're doing freakier things. You're going above and beyond. You're putting it on him differently or better than the average woman, right? You're not just a regular woman. You're a freak. And a lot of women will embrace that. They say, yeah, I'm a freaky-ass bitch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I got that wop. You know, and women, and, I, and please listen, please, if you don't do anything else, listen to that show I did on WAP a couple months ago. You'll understand how WAP is leaving a lot of women single and confused. I mean, and also single moms. Now, I mean, that's, but that's a whole different conversation, you know, because this is just being honest about it. WAP, what's a WAP, WAP going to make a man want to do? You got that WAP. You're a freak. Oh, man, I, I want to hit it raw. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. I, I don't want a condom taking away from the WAP. I want to feel the WAP. So if I'm feeling the WAP, yeah, I'm going to ejaculate into the WAP, and then next thing you know, oh, you know, here comes the baby. 
So that's where WAP is going to get you. But, you know, a lot of you know that, you know. And so what I'm saying to you is if you are presenting yourself as a freak, a man is going to target you for your freakiness. But the problem is that that's not who we marry. You know what I'm saying? We don't marry a woman based on her sexual skills. You will never hear. This is that's a, It's an urban legend. It's a myth. You know, you will hear women. If you ask a woman, hey, you know, what does a man look for in a wife? And then if you ask a man or a married man, like someone like myself, did you marry your wife? What, what kind of qualities did you look for in your in your wife? You know, the answers that I'm going to give are going to be drastically different from the answers that the single woman would give that she thinks that I would give or another man would give. They're going to be totally different. And that's what we have to do is we have to bridge the gap between how men think and how women think that we think. So what I'm saying to you is this. If you if you have if you are and I'm focusing on this because it's so important. If you're focusing on being a freak, men are going to target you for your freakiness. But if you focus on presenting yourself as a great potential wife, that's what we're going to focus on. Because at the end, and this, which leads me into my 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 next point. There are two categories. We're talking about sex. First of all, we're talking about men, and and their how they view women. There are two categories. That we view you in, okay, it, or, or that we, or two categories that we will put you in, okay. It's only there are only two when we meet you, right? There's only two categories. The two categories that we're going to present you in or put you in when you present yourself to us are sex, a potential sex partner, a fr- a freak, um, a friend with benefits, um, a mistress. I want to talk about that. I, I forgot to put that in my notes, but I want to. Um, Somebody remind me about that in case I forget. I want to focus on the difference between a, a, a jump off, a side chick, and a mistress. Let me write myself a little note. But the two categories are sexual or wife. That's it. You know what I'm saying? It's only two categories. What, potential wife, girlfriend, someone I'm genuinely interested in, you know, or, or, or sex. There's no, there is no um, in-between. You know what I'm saying? There is no, um, oh, you know, I, I might, I'm not sure what I want to do with her, or I met this woman and she presented herself, so I can't decide which, which direction. No, we know. We know exactly what we want to do with you. You know what I'm saying? We know exactly, you know, if I meet a woman, it's like, yo, she's, she, she might be wifey. And we talk, this, if, the, if there are men listening, and I know there are, we know this. We know this information already. This is news to you women, but we know what we, what we, how we view you. We put you into two categories. As I get that, she got. For example, let me just let me tell you what often happens. So we look at social media, right? You go on social media. You take a trip to Cancun. You go down to Miami with your girlfriends. What's the? What do you do? Well, one of the first things you do, you're taking these pictures, you're doing these photo shoots, which is fine, whatever. But you, you, you're you take your bikini picture, your lounge, you're taking the picture of your thighs. You know, when you're laying on the, the lounge chair, you, t- you know, you know, everyone knows that. Y'all do that. You take your pictures of your thighs, your boobs, you know, your sunglasses on. You're looking sexy. Say, oh, I mean, this looks good. Let me filter it. Let me put it on IG, you know, and I'm going to upload this into my story. 
I want it to disappear. I don't want it to, you know, stay around forever. So I'm going to just put in my story and give these guys, these guys a glimpse of what I'm working with, but I don't want it to be on my timeline forever. <laughs> and I don't want this coming up in my memories, you know. And so, and that's what, I mean, we know what it is. We know what you do. But the problem with that is men see that. They see those pictures like, oh, shh. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, damn. I didn't know she had all that. Damn, let me, let me, let me hit. I want to hit that. Damn, she got a fat ass. Damn, she got some nice titties on. You know, like that's how men talk and that's how men think. So you, you're, but you're, what you're doing is it started with you saying in your mind, I want to show him something. Let's be honest about it. We don't have to lie. No one knows you're listening. A lot of you guys are listening with your Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity sunglasses. And, you know, see, that's fine. That's all good. You don't have to comment. You don't have to give it a thumb up. You don't have to share it. You don't have to, I'm not asking you for I just want you to understand this information. You're, you're, you're getting this behavior from these men based on what you ultimately and deep down wanted from them. It's for attention. That's what it is. All it is. You wanted attention. You're, you're tired of how your ex treated you. You're tired of the lack of interest from whoever, so you want attention. And the best way, and a lot of times there's self-esteem issues that are present, there's insecurities. So you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to show these guys something, and then I'm just going to wait for the, the likes to come in. I'm going to wait for the comments to come in. And what do you do in the comment section? What do you do in the comment section? Damn, you look good, girl. You, 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 you heart it. You don't just like it. You give it a heart. It's like, oh, thank you. Or you give it a wink, the emoji wink. You give it a hard eyes wink. So what that does is you're seeking attention. He's giving you attention. And then you're then thanking him for that attention that he gave you. So what do you think he's thinking at that point? Y'all having this whole online back and forth. What do you think he's thinking in his mind? The first thing he's thinking is, She's a freak because she posted the picture to begin with. You posted the, the you know, the picture with the ass shot to begin with. So that already has you labeled as a freak. Then you then confirm that thought when you liked his flirting, his comment flirting with you. So now it's going from she's not just a freak, but now it's, oh, damn, she's a freak. And she's trying, she would let me smash. You know, I mean, that's just what it is. So because he's now thinking that you're going to let him smash, now he's going to follow that up with the DM. He's going to follow that up with the, hey, sexy. Hey, what's good with you? What's up? And some men, depending on how bold they are, they're like, oh, she's a freak. She's posting her, her ass out. Let me post my, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the D pick. Let me just send her that, and we can get this thing popping all the way. And that's, that's how it goes. There are very few women. We can act like this, and we can pretend, but there are very few women who receive in their, their DMs unsolicited dick pics. Now, you say, well, I didn't ask for that, so that makes it unsolicited. No, it doesn't. You don't have to verbally ask. Your actions can ask for something also. You say, well, that's not fair. I, that's not. So you, what do you say? Hold on. So let me just get this straight. Let me just get this straight. What, you, what you're saying, Daydon, is that just because I post a pic, that means I'm asking for a dick pic. That means that I want to be disrespected in my DMs. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying that's how it should be. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that it's fair. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm telling you that's the, that's how it works. 
and you can do with that whatever. See, I'm not here for the likes. I'm not here for friends. I'm not here to whatever. You can view me how you want, but I'm telling you what's going to happen and what realistically has already been happening throughout your life based on your actions. You post your boobs out there, you're going to get a man who wants to suck on your boobs. You post your ass out there, you're going to get a man who wants to do nothing but hit it from the back and then never call you again. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. Let me ask you a question. You know where the term dogging a woman came from? It came from actual dogs. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at a dog, like I don't know if you guys have dogs or had pets, but if you see, if you see two dogs, we have a male dog, he literally sees a female dog walking. She's switching that ass. The dog is walking, the dog is walking. The dog sees that. He's like, man. I like the way that looks. So he literally runs up on it. Bang, 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 bang. Depending on what the dog is into at that moment, she may let him or she may run away. But either way, the dog is going to chase that, that female dog for the sex. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to do a little quickie, then he's going to run away. And he's never going to see that woman again or that dog again. <laughs> he's, go- he's never going to have sex with that dog again. It's just bang, 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 based on what he saw and what he wanted. And essentially, that's really what we are doing. We see something that we like. We go after it. We get it. Once we get it, we're gone. That's that's really, you know, and a lot of, I used to say all the time back in the day, I said, tell women, have some class and cover up that ass. You know, you see a lot of, you know, women out here wearing these tights, you know, wearing these leggings, ass out, no, no, you know, jacket covering the ass. Yeah, I mean, let's, y'all know what y'all do. Let's just. You know, I don't need to spell it out. You know, you know what you do. You got a big ass. You got the thong on or nothing on at all, either one. You're walking, you know what I'm saying? And you know, you're, you know you've made a conscious decision, ladies, not to cover it up, not to wear that long shirt that covers up or not to wear that long sweater or whatever the case is. You know, like sometimes you do, depending on what's going on. Sometimes you do, you, you know what I'm saying? But other times you don't, and you know you don't because you want that attention from that man or that environment. And so just understand that when you do that, you're going to get men who see that and going to want to do to to you just what that dog did to that female dog or that bitch, if you will. Female dog is a bitch. Ironically, we have a lot of women in today's society calling themselves what? I'm a bad bitch. And then you wonder why you get treated like the dogs treat the bitches. I mean, like I told y'all, man, this is keeping the real Fridays today. I got to be extra honest with you today. I got to be extra real with you today. There's no time for games. You know, um, I'm, I'm four, what am I, I just turned 43. You know, I've been doing this almost 20 years now, saying the same thing. And some of y'all have been following me this entire time. And some of you are in the same exact situation you were when I did my very, very first show, saying the same exact thing. So at this point, it's not you know time for fun and games is over. We've seen how the 90-day rule worked. We've seen how all this other stuff has worked or not worked, and it's time to look at what I just said earlier, which was from 1 Corinthians 6:18 through 20. You have to flee from sexual immorality because walking around with the ass out that's a form of sexual immorality being a lady in the streets but a freak in the sheets is a form of sexual immorality so let's talk about it let's answer the first question 
why do men lose interest after sex? Why did why did he ghost me? I met so I met this really great guy, and we had the, we were having this discussion over in the Friends of the Day on Tober Show group the other day. Um, add yourselves one if you're not crazy, two if you're cool. Um, add yourself. There's a great group, great conversations, great topics. But that was the question that we, we're still discussing in there. Um, why do men lose interest after sex? Why did he ghost me? And the, and the, the, the question, or one of the questions that we were talking about, the woman said, I met this amazing guy. Right? She said, I met this really amazing guy. That was the first thing. And then she was like, well, you know, we've been dating. We dated for like, I think she said like two months. And, you know, I decided to give my body to him. Then he never called me again. What happened? And the reality is, first of all, I mean, there's, there's, many, there's many layers to this, which I'm going to touch on. But the, the first, in, first answer is because it shouldn't have happened in the first place. A lot of women have this misconception, this pre, preconceived notion that sex is okay but it just is a matter of how long you make him wait for it or how long or what you make him do, how many hoops you make him jump through to get it. You you think that, that those things matter. People like Steve Harvey have brainwashed you into thinking that that matters. Society has made you think it's okay to sleep with someone, just make him wait for it. Just don't sleep with them on the first night, although a lot of women do just that, sleep with them on the first night. But it doesn't matter how long you make us wait. Let me ask you a question. If somebody said, I've got a million dollars for you, okay, I'm going to give you this million dollars. All you have to do is just wait a year for it. You can't have the million dollars, but if you wait for this, wait a year for this million dollars, I'm going to give you the million dollars at the end of the year. Am I going to delete his number? Am I going to block him? You know, no. I'm, I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to wait a year for that million dollars. Now, I'm going to continue to live my life, but all he said is I have to wait for this, wait a year. I'm going to wait for the million dollars. And that's what women don't understand. If you tell a man, or even in your mind, have this whole thing like, oh, I'm going to make him wait, but you've got to wait 90 days. Or I've had women say, well, you know, you, we've got to be in a relationship. I don't just give my body away. We got you. Got to be my man for me for you to get this, or you got to wait ninety days. I mean, I just it's when Steve Harvey and it, I, you know I've talked a lot about this over the years, and women have so many women have asked me, like, what's wrong with the ninety day rule? Why not make him wait? Why should I just give it away? You're right. You shouldn't just give it away. But waiting isn't the thing. Waiting isn't the answer. That the length of time you make a man wait is irrelevant. It's all about understanding his intention. It's all about understanding his true motive. You can make a man wait, you know, 120 days, six months. If if his ultimate goal is just sex, then that's his ultimate goal. The length of time you make him wait doesn't matter. If if, if all he wants. You can make a burglar wait a year to break into your house, but if all he wants to do is break into your house, what difference does it make when he breaks into your house? That that's what he wanted to do. He didn't want to move in. He wanted to break in and steal your stuff. You know, so if a man only wants sex from you, he's going to wait 90 days, he'll wait 30 days, he'll wait 15 days. 
You know, ghosting, there's no time frame on ghosting. You know what I'm saying? It do, that doesn't matter. And I'm just I'm focusing on that so you guys can really understand that. Because so, so many women think that the length of time, you guys think that, oh, I spent all this time with him. So because my feelings are getting closer and more wrapped up into him, then his feelings must be getting more wrapped up into me. No, that's not how it works. We're great actors. You know how Denzel Washington is a great actor? Guess what? These men are great actors. You know what I'm saying? We can we we will fake a whole relationship. Listen, the Bible doesn't say flee flee from sexual immorality for 30 days. You know what I mean? It doesn't say your body is a temple for the first 90 days and then become a freak and then put them on. It doesn't it doesn't say that. That's why I only posted this one scripture. That's all y'all need. I could post 50 scriptures about sex, but y'all don't need 50 right now. It says, do you not know that your body is a temple? Period. Not for the first however many months or whatever. So the point is, the man lost interest in you because he never had it in you to begin with. So technically, he didn't lose interest in you. He just wasn't interested in anything more than that ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I hate to put it like that, but some of y'all have fat asses. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I'm sorry for y'all, for those of you who are new listeners, but this is what I do. Like, you know what I mean? I know I've been talking about politics a lot lately, but y'all have to understand that I got to be honest with you. I got to be real with you. Some of y'all have fat asses, and that's all you have. And that's, listen, that's no disrespect to you. You know, I'm not saying there's that in a disrespectful way, but I mean that in a way that says there's nothing more to you. There's no substance there. You know, for example, you know, I could go out right now and meet someone, a woman with a fat ass, you know, and in my mind it's like that's all I want. Like there's no, there's no conversation that I want to have with you. There's no dates that I want to take you on. There's no let's go meet my parents. No, it's just. That's what it is. That's why I stress the importance of having substance. You got to have a great mindset, some you know, spiritual depth to you. Um, you're, you have to be emotionally available. You know what I mean? I got to be honest with you. That phrase, when I said it for the first time 20 years ago, nobody was using that term. You know it and I know it. Now everybody and their mom is using that term. You know what I mean? But that's what you have to have is emotional availability. You can't be all wrapped up in an ex. You can't be all, you know, you know, out here depressed and trust issues and, you know, you know, still thinking about what happened to you from the last guy. You've got to have a clean slate. And every man that you meet um, deserves a clean slate and emotional uh, of some form of emotional availability. So unless you have that, the interest isn't going to be there to begin with. So there is, so it's a, it's a um, rhetorical question. Um, you know, why did he lose interest in me? He never had interest in you to begin with. Why did he ghost me? Okay, understand, premature sex ruins many potentially great relationships. Now, somebody may say, well, what do you mean by premature sex? I just told you. The Bible just told you. People, and I hate to, you know, I don't want to preach to you, although that's not a bad thing, but 
you really do have to look at this thing from a biblical perspective. You have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't look, you can't expect something to work out that God is totally displeased with. And I'm not here to judge you because I've had a whole heck of a lot of uh, fornication in my life. You know, a whole lot of premarital, pre, uh, premature sex. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just letting you know. You can't do something, you can't sin and expect to be blessed from that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you can't. You know, the def- the definition of sin is something that separates you from God. So, I mean, that's just, it's, you're separating yourself from God. So you can't expect him to bless it. You know, you can't, it, it kind of defeats the purpose. I, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I, I played the Powerball and the Mega Millions. I, I, I may have the the winning ticket in my wallet right now. But guess what? I didn't pray for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't go to the casino. God, let me get this blackjack. God, bless me with blackjack. No, nah, I mean, I, and I play blackjack. But I don't pray about it because I'm sinning. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's be honest about it. I'm sinning. Ladies, you can't go in and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, a, man, I can't, I'm going on this nice date with this dude. Yeah, I'm feeling him. He's feeling me. Man, I, he might be the one. I like him. Yeah, he's been putting in that work. He's been calling me and texting me, and his Facebook page adds up. Nothing crazy popped at him. I'm going to go ahead and give him some ass tonight. You know what I'm saying? I, God bless the night before. God bless me with the husband. Please let him be the one. But you know what? Hey, I'm, I'm still going to give him this ass tonight. You can't do that. I mean, you can, but you can't expect it to work out. Or you shouldn't, or I should say you shouldn't be surprised when it doesn't work out because you're ruining your own opportunity to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? You are. So what happens is, and so now, let's move on. <clears throat> so here's a very important point that I want to make in regards to that. A lot of women, now the, the, the question that I'm talking about in the group was about was why did he do that? Why did he ghost her? Why did he, quote, unquote, lose interest? We just established that he didn't lose interest. He wasn't interested to begin with. But the question uh, and the point that we have to make here is that, well, a lot of people were saying, well, it's because her sex was, was bad. Her, 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 her sex was trash. She had that dry-ass pussy. You know what I mean? It wasn't the wild. It was the dry, you know what I mean? And, and, and all types of other responses. But what women have to understand is this. We can lose men, uh, excuse me, we, as men, we can lose interest regardless how good the sex was or wasn't, okay? What you have to, the sex, your sex is not going, or how good it is, is not going to determine whether or not I stick around after. It could be great, and I could ghost you. It could be trash, and I could ghost you. It doesn't matter. A woman commented when I said that. She said, well, I'm so confused. It seems like we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. Hopefully she's tuned in who said that. But here's the thing. You're not damned if you do, damned if you don't. You, and you don't have to be confused. You just don't have sex. Is that, you see what I'm saying? You're, just that comment alone. And I'm glad that she asked that question and made that statement. She's saying, well, Dad, what, what do I do? You're saying if the sex is good, he can leave. If the sex is bad, he can leave. So what do I do? I'm screwed either way. No, you're not screwed either way. Because the Bible says to not have good sex or bad sex, it says flee from sexual immorality. Just don't have sex. Period. See, all the relationship gurus, all the guys that go viral, I may have gone viral once or twice in my life. Guess what? 
And I'm okay with that. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not here to go viral. I'm not, I do what I do. But the reality is, this is not viral material. Telling women to keep their legs closed is something I've been saying for 20 years. You know, and those of you who follow me know that. You know, but the reality is that's not popular advice to give. That's not going to get me on the cover of Ebony Magazine or Essence Magazine or whatever. It's not going to have a million views telling women, hey, don't have sex. Flee from sexual immorality. That's not popular advice to give, but it is the only advice that can be given that will steer you in the right direction. Show me someone out there who's given better advice than that. Wait. I'm not knocking anybody for what they do and how they do it, but what's better advice than what you're listening to right now? There isn't any, period. It doesn't get better than the Bible. If you want to not be ghosted, go ask. Go ask some of these relationship guys, hey, what's the best way to not get ghosted? They're going to come up with all this other crap to say, all this other stuff. You don't get get ghosted because you don't have sex. That's the best advice right there. Who can argue with that? Anyone who would argue with that or disagree with that or or say that there's better advice than that is someone that has a problem keeping their legs closed. Just the thought of not having sex with a man that you like or that you're dating is uncomfortable for many women. Just the thought of not having to be sexually satisfied or not being able to be sexually satisfied is a very grim and depressing thought for many women. You know what I'm saying? That's why we see a lot of women who are quote-unquote single, but they're still having sex with an ex. They still have a friend with benefits. Um, You know, they have a a side piece or however, or they are the side piece, however you want to look at it. And then they're questioning, oh, my God, why can't I find a man? Oh, my God, there are no good men out here. No, there are good men out here. There are just men out here who don't want a woman who's getting smashed off every Friday night by her ex. I mean, it's not rocket science. Everyone's like, oh, look at how many single women are out here. There must be a shortage of good black men. Okay, there are a lot of single women out here, but how many celibate women are there out here? Not a lot. There's not a lot of celibate women out here. We live in a society where celibacy, first of all, we live in a society where being a Christian is now, it has some type of negative connotation to it, which is crazy to me. You tell somebody you're a Christian, they want to bash you. They want to roast you. They want to look at you like you're you're weird. No, I'm not weird. You're weird because you're out here, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're out here sleeping with every dude that you date. <clears throat> That's what's weird. You know, but I want to just say this. I commend, and I have a couple women in mind right now, you know, there are some very classy, sexy women out there right now, okay? Um, many of them who are in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group, many of them I work with privately, you know, as a life coach, <clears throat> and you guys are not having sex. You are very cool. You're humble. You're beautiful. You're sexy but not slutty, you know? So I want to commend you women. If you are like that, I commend you, and you will be married. I have in my um, email folders thousands of testimonies, literally. Over the last 20 years, women say, wow, thank you for helping me find my husband. Thank you for helping me no longer be a hoe. Thank you for letting, showing me that, you know, respectability is not something that is uncool. 
You know, WAP is not the way that I want to be. You know what I'm saying? And so just keep that in mind. The great men of the world want great women of the world who are respecting their body, who are fleeing from sexual immorality. And I, and I, it would be nice if I could give some women some type of caveat to this whole thing. Like, okay, yeah, cause that's why Steve Harvey sold millions of books, because he gave women that it's like, okay, it's like your cake and eat it too. You can have love, but you can also have sex, right? You just have to wait 90 days. That is like gold to some women. It's like, wow, he gave me hope. I can still get what I want sexually, but then get what I want emotionally also. I'm sorry I can't give that to you. I won't give that to you. You know what I mean? I could probably be a millionaire right now if I chose to give that to you over the last 20 years. But that would be selling out. That would be not keeping it real. That would not be be being honest. Because the reality is when it comes to getting ghosted, I, I would love to be able to say, okay, yeah, go ahead and give him some pussy. You know what I mean? And, and everything will work out, and he'll probably wipe you up. I mean, it could happen, but it probably won't happen. I'm just going to be honest. It probably won't. If you, let me just be perfectly blunt. Ladies, if you're dating a nice guy, okay, and for whatever reason, for at whatever point in that dating process, you decide, you know, you're getting a little horny, and you decide to have sex with this man, just understand he's probably going to ghost you. If not ghost you, it's probably not going to work out, period. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to lie. That's just what it is. If you have sex with somebody, it's probably not going to work out. But then again, you probably already know that. You probably found that out the hard way. So don't keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting the same result. So now someone now, so when I tell women that, the question that I always get is, okay, well, so what do you say? Let's just let's just be honest. What do you say? Are you saying that? You know, what should I do? Because the women, the, the, the times I've not had sex with a man, they lose, they lose interest too. If I'm not putting out, then they lose interest. So what should I do? And they, then they go and have sex with somebody else. And then I lost out. That's a good question. Well, the, and the answer that I would give to that question is, it, you know what I mean? Like just that's not the man for you. You have to ask yourself, what do you want? Remember, the ultimate question is, what kind of man do you want? Do you want a Christian man? Do you want a man of God? Or do you want a man who's, who's interested in, you know, not being a man of God, somebody who's living in the world? <clears throat> now, if you want a worldly man, then, yeah, you should do the things that will be pleasing to that worldly man, sex being one of them. <clears throat> I mean, if, if that's what you want. You know, if you want a drug dealer, you know, you got to do certain things that a drug dealer would find appealing. I don't know. You know what I mean? If you want a man of God, you're going to have to do things that would be appealing to a man of God. I mean, it's simple. It's just a matter of are you willing to do those things or, ironically, not do those things like sex. So let's move on to the next question. What, oh, let me say this. One of the things I said on Facebook, I want to read something to you. I said, men are often interested in an actual relationship with a woman and even view her as a potential wife. But once those legs open up and she spreads those cheeks, she becomes just like every other woman, and the mystique is gone. 
Let's talk about the mystique. That that mystique is amazing. That's what that's how we look at a woman when we don't know anything about her. It's like, wow, she's special. There's excitement, there's anticipation. Like for example, I used to go out to the clubs um or wherever and and meet. We used to have co- uh, competitions with me and my homies to see how many numbers we could get. You know, and so there, I think the most I ever got in one night was like seven or eight numbers in one night. Just, you know, hey, you know, how you doing? Can I talk to you? To, like throughout the course of the night, it was like seven numbers. And I would remember the context in which I met those women. Now, some women, there would be that mystique to her. Other women, I just, women, I just knew it was just, it was just sex. It was just like, all right. You know, I might hit it, I might not, or it's not, you know, she's not wifey. Like, some women you just know. I'm just going to tell you, you don't want to be the women without the mystique. You want a man to look for, here's the thing, I'll tell you a better a better story, a, a different analogy. One time I met this woman, it was at the let out. You know how it goes, you go to the club, you play the let out, you post up on your car or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and women are out there posted up, men are posted up, so it's just, you're going to meet somebody, you know how it goes. And one woman I met, she had this really short, you know, freakum dress on, you know, ass out, boobs out, cute face, you know, just just like a freak at the end of the day. And it was like, what's up? You know, got her number. Um, and she was like, so don't take my number if you're not going to use it. I was like, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, when do you, when do you want me to call you? She was like, I mean, shoot, call me tonight. I was like, oh, okay. That's what – so – like, that's what it was. You, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't anything to talk about. There wasn't anything to think about. If you meet somebody at a let out at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they say, hey, when do you want me to call you? Or I say, hey, when do you want me to call you? She says, call me tonight. I mean, tonight would be 4 o'clock in the morning. What's there to talk about at 4 o'clock in the morning on the night that I just met you? Now, that same woman, I can almost guarantee you, is probably two or three kids later, 20 or 30 pounds later, 20 years later, and it's just like there was no mystique there. I didn't I didn't even call her. I didn't call her that night, and I damn sure didn't call that next week. See, so, and it's just like, and she's probably wondering, like, Dad, you know, he didn't even call me. Why didn't he call me? Why, you know what I'm saying? For what? Call you for what? To get some more non-memorable sex that I'm not, wasn't pressed to get to begin with? That's what they, this whole show today is talking about sex and how men view sex. And I think if we're talking about that, you really have to understand that, first and foremost, ladies, no one cares about your sex. That's the first step in understanding how we think. Men like myself, the quality men of the world, and I'm not saying I'm anybody special, but I'm just saying in general, like if you're a certain type of man, you, you get certain types of women, and you've always gotten certain types of women. Like, beautiful women, nice bodies, like whatever. So if you meet someone who is not even on the level of the best that you've ever had, it's 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 almost it's ludicrous to ex- for that woman to expect you to chase her for sex when you're currently having sex with someone who looks 10 times better than her. You you see what I'm saying? <laughs> It's it's weird because there are it's like there are actually and that's kind of what I meant when I talked about the guy the um I forget the guy's name I never got his name to be him the the advice dude who was being harsh to the woman 
um, online, that's I, I felt where he was coming from with that. He was like, yo, and I agreed with him 100%. He said, you were a six at best, and she was. I might have gave her a five because we rate women. I might have given her like a five or a six. She was like, how would you rate yourself? I think she said eight, seven, eight. He's like, no, you're, you're a six. You know, and if, and the men know a six is not anyone that you even want to, you know, waste your time with. I'm just being being honest with you. So we have a lot of sixes and sevens out here thinking and acting like they're dimes, which is ridiculous. But which is more, but, but what is more ridiculous is them thinking that these quality men are not only going to want to deal with them on any level, but that we're going to chase them. That's what's, like, hilarious to me. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, let me just, I'm just trying to be honest with you. Like, so let's say if I had a woman, like, like back in the day, before I was married, and I've been married for over 10 years, we, um, over, over 10 years, so um, 10 years last last July. <clears throat> so, so before that, though, when I was out there doing my thing, um, women, I, I, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be as humble as possible with this, but I'm just, I want to be as honest as, with this as possible. People who know me know I've, I only dated a particular type of women or woman. And I'm going to use an example. And this is just off the top of my head. Look at Megan Good, right? So you have a woman like Megan Good. And that was that. If I had a type, that would kind of be it. Like you know, petite, lighter skin, long hair, you know, curves. You know what I mean? That would that was my type back in the day. So if you have you know Megan Good, let's say Lark Voorhees, Halle Berry, you know, you throw in a Selma Hayek in there, and these are all obviously in their hot in their in their prime, in their heyday. But if you're if that's the group of women that you're currently talking to, right? And then you meet someone like, um, let's just say Foxy Brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just throw her in there. And Foxy Brown, that you're already dealing with and actively talking to, maybe even having sex with Halle Berry, Megan Good, you know what I mean, all these other, <laughs> Sally Richardson, these beautiful women. Like that's your current group of women that you're dealing with. And then you meet Foxy Brown. And Foxy Brown is on this. She has an attitude. She got a head full of weave, you know. She got all this crazy makeup on. She thinks that she's all that. She's talking about you got to buy me a Birkin bag. You got to do. You got to do X, Y, and Z. Just from a logical standpoint, does that make any sense for me to chase Foxy Brown when I've got Megan Good at the crib talking about? So when are you gonna let me spend some time with you? I'm just asking a question because we're talking, and this is realistic. This is what actually happened. I'm trying to be as realistic as possible. That's how all men are. Unless you're dealing with someone who's a weirdo or a total loser or a clown, that's what the, the scenario I just gave you is very realistic. And you have to understand that, ladies. Does that mean that you have to look like Halle Berry or Lark Voorhees or, now I'm talking about Saved by the Bell Lark, but let's be clear, not Lark Voorhees now, all right? Saved by the Bell Libraries, which was arguably top five most beautiful women of all time. Any man will confirm that. But unrealistic to think that a man is going to chase you 
when you have all of these other women in place. Now, what happens when Foxy Brown looks like Foxy Brown, but her attitude is amazing? Her mentality is amazing. Her spirit is amazing. Can Foxy Brown find love? Can Foxy Brown be the woman that takes away that guy from all of those other women? Absolutely. But she has to be, She all those things have to be in place. Her personality has to be amazing. Watch this, watch this. I'm about to break it down. Here's the whole point of the show. Watch this. Because we're talking today about why did he ghost me, right? Watch this. What happens when you have Halle Berry, Megan Good, Lark Voorhees at the crib or on speed dial, but then that night that you meet Foxy Brown, watch this, you have sex with Foxy Brown. The guy has sex with her. What's going to happen? What happens? Think about it. What happens when the guy has sex with Foxy Brown? Basis of this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? You know it. Come on. You guys know what happens. He never calls her again. Remember, she has an attitude. she got a head full of weeds. she got this, that. She's a hoe. She's a freak. Like, there's no reason to call her. He has other women to serve that same purpose, but on a higher level. There's no reason to. That's what that's the answer. Ladies, I hate to tell you this, but many of you are Foxy Brown. You're Foxy Brown. You're not Halle Berry. You can look in the mirror and tell you're not Halle Berry, but you're not Halle Berry in, in the in the for the purposes of this analogy. You're Foxy Brown for the purpose of this analogy. Why? Because you had sex, premature sex. You have an attitude. You have a head full of weave. Um, you have this entitled mentality. You think that I'm going to chase you. Now watch this. Let's somebody do me a favor, guys. While you're listening, just Google Foxy Brown. Pull up on your phone. Pull up on your um your computer, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown is not, and, and obviously Foxy Brown back in the day, and I'm just using her as an example, she's not a bad-looking woman. She's got big breasts, nice body. Um, she was what we as, as men would classify as sexy. Go Google Hotspot. You know that song Hotspot? Come out dancing around. Like you know, A lot of guys would hit that. You know? So... It's not about how she looked, but it was about how she presented herself. So, I mean, not to, not to beat a dead horse, because I think you guys get that, but I just really wanted to drive that point home. Don't be Foxy Brown, okay? Don't do it. No man in their right mind is going to chase Foxy Brown when they've got Sally Richardson from Posse. How many, how many guys saw Posse? How many of you guys saw... Um, low down, dirty shame. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry. I know this isn't barbershop talk, but the fellas know. You know what I mean? That's who we want. Don't don't be these weirdos out here, ladies. No, listen, listen. People think it's the craziest thing is this. People think that we want Nicki Minaj. People think that Beyonce is somehow desirable. To men They're not Megan Thee Stallion is disgusting 
I swear to you, listen to what I'm saying. Like, I, I wish, I wish women understood. Like, I mean, even beyond. First of all, Beyonce is not desirable. Any man would have sex with Beyonce, but no one in their right mind. If you look at how, you know, she presents herself, her mentality. Nobody wants to wife up Beyonce, and nobody damn sure wants to wife up Cardi B. Now, a lot of people are saying, wait a minute. Well, Beyonce is married. Wait a minute. Cardi B is married. Kim Kardashian is married. Yeah, guess what? But Jay-Z cheated, and Jay-Z's a weirdo. You know what I mean? Google, you know, he's, he's a billionaire, but he's also a weirdo. Me, uh, the Migos, Offset, is a weirdo who cheated. Kanye West is Kanye West. You, you see what I'm saying? That's if you're if you you can anybody can get married. The question is who do you want to get married to? A, a man of God or Satan himself, Jay Z. I mean that's a whole different conversation. We don't we don't need to talk about that part of the conversation. We'll save that for another day. But I'm pretty sure you don't want to marry. If if your goal is to get a Christian man, a man of God, I'm pretty sure Jay Z isn't who you want to marry. Pretty sure Kanye West isn't who you want to marry. Pretty sure Offset isn't who you want to marry. You know, so that's who, that's those are your choices. Let's move on. So hopefully that answers the question of why men lose interest. Why why did he ghost you? All right, let's 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 move down. Let's scroll down to the next um the next question. One of the things that you have to do is understand that there's always going to be sexier women than you. Okay, I just wanted to make that last point. There's always going to be there's going to be someone sexier, someone who has more wop if you will, um, someone who's better in bed. Let me just tell you all this. I told you I've been doing this show for about 20 years, almost 20 years now. I've been giving advice for 20 years. I'm doing the show for almost 20 years. And when, like I said, when I started this, I was in my early 20s, right? So that means some of you were also in your early 20s, and now you're in your 40s or almost 40 or a little over 40 or older. And I, I want to say this with as much tact and respect as possible. But no one cares about seeing some 45-year-old, 50-year-old titties. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just I'm, I could not really think of a different way to say that, but I just had to say it like that. We don't. If a man is going to target a woman for sex, if a man is going to um, be interested in someone at 50 years old, at 40 years old, at 45 years old, if you meet someone and you're 45 years old, I can guarantee you your body is not his number one concern. Okay? I'm just going to be blunt. There are 45-year-old women out here flaunting their, their, their boobs and their ass, and I'm just wondering why. You know, and you're, we're talking about why did he ghost you? you? You know what I mean? It's like why did he ghost me? Because you're 45, trying to act like you're 21. You, you know, you're 50, taking ass shots. Like, at what point does this stop? You got five kids. You got three kids, and there's nothing wrong with having kids, but you're you have three kids. You, you know what I'm saying? Stop it. Be a mom. You know, like you're not supposed to be doing that stuff when you have kids. There's nothing sexy about a woman with three kids 
taking ass shots, showing off your, your boobs that your kid's been sucking on for the last 10 years. That's, you know, it's not, and listen, I want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not bashing. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with being a mom and having kids and you can still have love. But what I'm saying is there's something very wrong with being 45 and 50 years old with kids, but still presenting yourself like a hoe. That's what's wrong. There's something wrong when you got five kids and you let a man hit it and then you think that he's really going to wipe you up because of how good your sex is. That's where the problem lies. No one is going to take you seriously if you're if the first thing that you're putting forth is your body. Maybe you can get away with that when you're 21. You know what I mean? Let me just, and I, I hate to be this real with y'all, but it's a guy I have to be. Kevin Samuels. Thank you. Somebody posted in the group. Thank you. That's the guy's name who um, who was who I was referring to earlier. You, you guys have to understand what we want. Like if I, if I was single, I'll put it like this. I know men who are 45 and single right now. Right, they, and they are. Some of them are actually looking for love. Some are divorced. Some are separated. Some are just single. You know, they have kids, so they're okay. They're actually looking for a life partner who is around their age range, forty, forty-two. That's what they're looking for. I want to be clear about this. They're not looking for. They they've done the sex. They've you know going on the trips. They've done all that. They're looking for love. So if you meet one of these guys you would be doing yourself a disservice by presenting yourself in a sexualized manner because what he's looking for at 45 and what you're presenting yourself at at 45 is totally different. You're thinking, oh, i got to compete with these young girls. No, you don't. You have something these young girls don't have, which is maturity, which is your age. A lot of people look at their age as a bad thing. And I, don't, I mean, your age is not a bad thing. A lot of 45 established men don't want to date a 21-year-old. I was talking to a guy, a homie of mine, and he was like, I can't date none of these young girls. I ain't dating no 19-year-old, 21. I got kids that age. can't date somebody in the same age as my daughter or whatever like that. He's like, I want somebody who's grown. I want somebody who's 39, 38, who's already had the kids. We don't got to talk about kids. I don't want any more kids. I just want to be able to enjoy you. So I want to be clear. I know I'm being a little harsh today, a little bit blunt. But time for fun and game's over. But So you have to understand, you can be 50 years old and still have love. You just have to do it the right way. Keep your legs closed. Present yourself in a great way, you know, mentality, personality, spirituality. And you can have love. But if you try to be 45 and a hoe, like there are a lot of 45-year-old hoes out here. They're going on these trips, these quote these air quotes. If this was a, a, a video, you'd see the air quotes. Like, hey, you know, going on these girls' trips getting smashed off in these, these foreign hotels by total strangers. They come back and then try to act like, oh, my gosh, why am I single? What you mean? You, ju- you literally just went on a trip and had a one-night stand, and you think somebody wants a woman that is doing these things? Like we don't know? Well, how do you know? What do you mean? How, do, how would you know? Are you stalking me? No, nah, he's not stalking you. He, we just know how to spot a hoe when we see one. What's that phrase they say? They say, hoes be winning? No, no, no. Hoes don't be winning. I don't know who came up with that. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. 
you have a, you need to get a different definition of winning. Hoes don't be winning anything. You know, classiness wins. Respectability wins. You know, women who are passionate about Jesus Christ win. That's who's winning. Not hoes, not jump offs. So let's let's go on to the next question. Like I said, I told y'all this would probably have to be a two or three uh, part special because you see, there's so much to unwrap. Uh, but so what happens when a woman wants a relationship and he doesn't? Can she? Can a woman change a man? Let's talk about that. First of all, the answer is no. Okay, you cannot change a man. So if you want a relationship and you meet a man, he tells you straight up, like, look, you know, I don't want a relationship. I'm chilling right now. Um, I'm just doing me. Then, you know, that's what it is. In fact, you know, that's how it always is. You, a man, let's talk about the stages. To understand the answer to this question, you have to understand the stages that he goes through. The first stage, there are three stages. This is the dog stage the player stage, and the ready-to-settle-down stage. Those are the three stages that we go through as men. Some, now, some men go through the, you know, depending on their situation, some men go through the dog stage later in life, some men get married early, but whatever stage he's in, that's the stage that he's in, and that's where he's going to be until he's ready to move on out of that stage. The dog stage typically is, is, is you know, 18 to, to 23, 24-ish. What that stage consists of is men pretty much just wanting sex. Like the thought of settling down, the thought of having a girlfriend, being committed, it's really not, you know, in his in his mind at that moment. You know, he just wants sex. You know, and that's just what it is. And if you a lot of unfortunately a lot of women who are looking for love encounter these men in the dog stage. And then they wonder why, and they have sex with them, then they wonder why they got ghosted. I mean, you can do the math on that. You you have sex with somebody in the dog stage, and, you, and he dogs you. It's not really rocket science as to why that happened. So then generally, so that's the dog stage. It's just he's looking for women to have sex with, period. But at some point, the man, he he evolves out of that stage and gets tired of that stage and begins looking for something a little more, you know, with more substance. So he goes to the player stage. That's where he becomes open to the idea of a relationship, but he, you know, he still has one foot in the dog stage. He, you know, he has a girlfriend, but he's still cheating on her. He's still, you know, (laughs) doing what he does. You know, that's the player stage. And, you know, you see a lot of, you know, you ever see Bill Bellamy and How to Be a Player? Like where he had a girlfriend, but he literally went from house to house to house, woman to woman, having sex with them. But he still had that girlfriend. That's that's called being a player. So that there's that stage. A lot of you women are meeting these men in the player stage. The third stage is the ready to settle down stage where, you know, he's, tired of being a dog. He's long past being a dog. He's tired of breaking women's hearts. He's tired of playing these games. And he's actually ready to settle down. Not not pretending to be right, but he's actually ready to settle down. That's when you want to be found 
by that man, ladies, a man who has maybe given his life to God. He's done with all the games. He's tired of going to the clubs, tired of the one-night stands. He's really ready to commit. Unfortunately, a lot of men, I shouldn't say unfortunately, sometimes fortunately, that's where you got. You guys are at right where you want to be right now, ladies, because a lot of men, if you're 40, you're 39, you're single, you know, you are exactly who these men would be looking for at this age. They, they're 40 years old. They might be divorced. They might have a couple kids or they might have no kids, but they just are ready to settle down and really settle down. They're, they're, who wants to be the 40-year-old guy in the club, the 45-year-old guy in the club? So, no, at, that, at this age, a lot, I know so many men. I know a lot of single guys right now who are 45, 42, looking for a nice, beautiful, settled-down, you know, single mom. Because a lot, and they said, "Well, you say he wants a single mom." Yes, because um, he has kids, and he wants a woman who also has kids, so that she doesn't have to be pressuring him to give her kids. So yes, ladies, some of you, and you don't even realize it, are exactly who these men are looking for at 40 years old. In fact, I did I did a, a series many years ago on how to be a successful single mom. Like I said, email me. Email me, ashdaydine at gmail, inbox me, um, and we can schedule some some private sessions um, and and help you. If you're a single mom and you want love, you know, hopefully you know by now I can make that happen. I've made it happen for many women, you know, but um, you have to take that first step, which is acknowledging I want to do the things that I'm saying in this, on this show. Because a lot of women say, oh, I want love, I want love. But you also want to keep posting the ass shots and the boob shots and taking these girls' trips and getting smashed off. and You want to have sex with your ex and you want to do all this other stuff. It's like, all right, well, hit me up when you're done with all that. So here's, here's the, so, so can, but can she change them? So now that you understand the three stages, the que- so this kind of makes that a moot, a moot point, a rhetorical question, because it's not about changing him. It's about getting him at the stage where you want him to be, which is the ready-to-settle-down stage, okay? So so to answer that original question, what happens when a woman wants a, a relationship and he doesn't? Well, nothing happens. Like if a man tells you, I don't really want love, I'm not ready for love, or I'm not ready for a relationship, believe him. He's not going to tell you that if he doesn't mean it. Essentially what he's telling you, is we can kick it, but it's just going to be on a sexual level. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what he's what he's telling you. You know, that's that will be the extent of our interaction. And I've I've been there. You know, I wrote my book back in the day. My book came. I was on a book a book tour. I was traveling all over the country. Um, I was doing a lot of things. I would meet these women and um, doing at these book signings. You know, can you sign my book? Can you sign my book? And they put their phone number there. Well, can I call you or this and that? Or, you know, we would just interact. And I would tell them, like, hey, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just chilling right now. I'm not I'm really kind of, you know, focused on. And this was before I was married, you know. And, and ironically, I was actually looking for a wife. But the reality is I didn't want her to be my wife. I didn't want them to be my wife. So I would tell them, no, nah, I'm just chilling. I'm focused on this and that. But when I met my actual wife, did I tell her that? Nope. Mm-mm, nope. 
So you see what I'm saying? A man is going to tell you what it actually is. He's not going to tell you, oh, I, I actually, no, I can't say that. Because if you meet a man in the dog stage or the player stage, sometimes he will tell you he wants love just to get some ass. So I, I would hate to say that he won't do that, but it's just about you guys um, being able to discern, you know, when he's, you know, when he's being genuine, understanding how his actions will determine his true intentions. All right. So that's that's the answer to that that question. Um, it's really, and again, it just focuses on understanding the three stages that he go he goes through. You know, and let me just say this too. You, someone might be asking, well, why? How do I know what, you know, what stage he's in? Well, let's just briefly say, you know, the dog stage. He's not going to be looking to take you out on dates. You ever heard of Netflix and chill? That's what that's going to be. You're going to do some Netflix and chill. Some men, it's, like, it's not going to be. So, so a lot of y'all women are, are meeting these guys. You're presenting yourself in a, a sexual manner, and then you're and then you're wondering. Why he doesn't want to take you out? See, take you out for what? Exactly. I mean, see, like, like seriously, take you out for what purpose? You've it's already been established that we're going to have sex. You've already let me know through conversation, through sexting. You've sent me. You already sent me your boobs. You know what I mean? Through through whatever. So it's just like, you know, let me take you out and spend two hundred dollars on you for what purpose? You know, you've already told me what you're going to do to me sexually. So at that point, why do I need to spend money on you? See, a lot of women out here in today's society, especially when talking about ghosting, you make these men jump through these hoops, these mental hoops, these financial hoops. You finally give him the ass after we had to work so hard for it and we, for something that we really didn't even want to begin with, and then you wonder why we never call you again. I'm going to use, some of you who follow me know and have followed me over the years have heard this story many times, but for the newer listeners, I'm going to use this analogy one one more time. I have a man cave, right? And that's my sanctuary. And it's where I chill, watch TV, watch the football games, whatever like that. And for whatever reason, sometimes maybe a fly might make his way into my sanctuary. And that, that I can't function like that. Some people can just annoy, ignore the fly and I can't do that. I got to chase that. I will chase that. I will stop what I'm doing. I will pause the show and I will make it my life's mission to chase that fly and ultimately kill the fly. And I won't stop until he's dead. And I will chase that fly around the room. I'll chase him around. And the moment I kill the fly. I get this sense of satisfaction that now I can go back to my normal life. I can go back to my peace in my sanctuary. Hopefully you guys are catching or you're following where I'm going with this. Some of you women are the fly. You make the, you make these men chase you, and he will chase you. You know what I mean? He will chase you, just like I chase that fly. You know, I won't chase a woman, but I'll chase a fly. I chase that fly all around my room, around the man cave. These men will chase you around the city, your crib, my crib. I will chase and chase and chase and chase and chase. And they will chase you for that ass. But the exact moment that you give it to him, the moment that he finally gets you, the satisfaction is not from the sex. The satisfaction is being able to be able to go back to what he 
really wants to be doing. Some of y'all don't understand that. You think that we like the sex. No, we like the chase. We like the satisfaction comes from not calling you again, from finally having you out of our life knowing that we got what we wanted. So when you make a man chase you for 90 days, you think, oh, wow, I'm doing something good. I'm doing something good. But you're doing something horrible. You, to be honest with you, you'd be better off having sex on the first night. Some women don't even get that. I mean, you shouldn't do it. I want to be clear. You shouldn't do that at all. You shouldn't have sex with them at all. But you would listen to what I'm saying. You would be better off sleeping with him the first night than making him chase and chase and chase and chase and chase and chase. And chase. Because the, 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 the process of us chasing you, it frustrates us and annoys us so much that we can't wait to never call you again. Whereas, have I ever seen somebody have sex with a woman early on, but she was super cool, she was super humble, they just had a particular vibe, and it just happened to go down that first night? Okay, cool, and it worked out. I'm not going to say it never happens, but I've never seen a woman or heard about a woman say, I've got to make this man wait 90 days. I'm going to make him do X, Y, and Z, and then he's going to, and then I'm going to give him some, and then we're going to live happily ever after. That's never happened. I've never heard of it. I've gotten thousands and thousands and thousands of advice questions. I've never heard of that happen, ever. You see what I'm saying? Like I've never seen that. I've never seen a man chase and chase and chase and chase and chase and chase and chase a woman, and then he still have a desire to love that woman and be faithful to that woman and live happily ever after with that woman. That doesn't work out. So don't think you're going to be the exception. If I'm telling you, and I'm not saying it can't, but I'm just saying. Me personally, I've had a thousands and thousands of questions and scenarios that I've been presented with. If you think you're going to be the exception and, and you, things are going to work out for you, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. So just don't do it. So, no, you cannot change a man with sex. You can't change a man, period, but you certainly can't change him with sex. There's a major difference between genuine interest and sexual attention. Okay. Genuine interest is different from sexual attention. Some of you are getting sexual attention on Facebook and Instagram and thinking that's going to translate into genuine interest, and it's not. Sexual attention means I just want to hit that. It means you got a fat ass, and I want to hit it one good time and never call you again. Genuine interest is, hey, let me take you out on a date. Let me meet your parents. Let me introduce you to my parents. You know, let's build a, a you know, a future. Let's build a foundation so we can have a future. You know, those are the things that you really want. You don't want sexual attention. A man giving you, you know, an emoji that lets you know he wants to hit it, and then you liking that or hearting that to to kind of cosign that that interest. That's not going to develop into anything more than sex. Okay, there's a lot of sexual flirting going on on social media under these pictures. Let me tell you something real quick. You know how y'all some of y'all shoot yourselves in the foot? I'm gonna tell you exactly what you do. Do do me a favor, do your or do yourselves a favor right now. Go on your social media page. Go on Facebook, go on Instagram. Watch this. I'm gonna tell you why you're single. If you're single right now, I'm gonna tell you why you're single. Watch this. Go to your face go to Facebook. Let's just do Facebook Facebook right now. 
Go to the picture that you put up there with the sole purpose of letting men know what your body looks like. You know that, come on, you know what I'm talking about. You know the picture I'm talking about. I don't know if it's the ass shot. I don't know if it's the bikini shot. I don't know if the, it's the boobs. I don't know what picture it is, but you know what picture it is. Go to that picture or those pictures that you know that I'm talking about and then look under the comments, right, and look at all the different men on your Facebook friends list that are liking those pictures and that are flirting with you in that comment thread, okay? Look at those pictures. Now, then look at some of your other pictures, and then look at those same men on those other pictures making similar comments and flirting with you. That's why you're single. That's why you're single. Why, what do you mean? How does that mean I'm single? It means you're single because what happens is if I'm a single man looking for a wife, the first thing I'm going to do is, and I meet you, I'm going to go to your social media pages. I'm going to look at your, your pictures. I'm going to look at those comments. And so, you know, you know how dogs sniff around to see if they can smell the presence of other dogs? Well, that's what we do. If I'm going to take, if I don't care, if I just want to hit it, then I just want to hit it. But if I'm going to take you seriously or consider taking you seriously, I want to see what, you know, what the, where the presence of these other men is. Who's my competition? Is there competition? If I see all these different guys flirting with you and you flirting back, the, the automatic assumption is going to be that's either a friend with benefits, an ex-boyfriend, or somebody who is a future friend with benefits. Either way, I'm not wasting my time. Now, you can say, well, that's not right. Well, it doesn't have to be right. That's just what's going to happen. You know, it doesn't matter what's right or wrong. It's like if you apply for a mortgage, they're going to look at your credit report. The moment they see something that they don't like, your application is denied. you got to get that off your credit report. It doesn't matter how long ago it was. It doesn't matter if it's paid off. If it's there, it doesn't matter, period. We don't want to see it. So get those, first of all, get those comments off your page, get all that flirting off your page, and then, watch this, get those men off your page. Get them out of there. What purpose do they serve? To boost your ego? All they're doing is keeping you single. Why do you keep all these men? You don't know them. They don't know you. They just flirt with you every time you post a picture. That's keeping you single. Don't you guys realize that? Go to my wife's page. There's no dudes on there telling her how sexy she is and this and that. You don't see that crap. You don't, you don't see that stuff. And the other respectable, classy women out there, you don't see that on their pages either. But the hoes out there, no, I mean, no disrespect, ladies, but I'm just saying, the women that present themselves like hoes, you're going to see an abundance of that. And then you wonder why they're single, or I should say they wonder why they're single. Or maybe they don't. Maybe they're perfectly fine with their lifestyle. I doubt it, but maybe. You know? So, again, if you guys are just joining, we're talking today about why men, how men think about sex. Why did he ghost you? Why is he not committing to you? I mean, that really wasn't even part of the topic, but I just kind of added that in because it's all tied together. A lot of women will say, why, why, why won't he commit? Well, he won't commit because he hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying. He won't commit because he already hit. You know, I mean, that's just the reality of it. What, I mean, for lack of a better term, at the risk of sounding cliche, but why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? What's the purpose? There is none. I mean, really think about that analogy. Whoever came up with that many, many, many years ago was, is a genius. 
Why would you buy a cow if you're already getting the milk for free? That's very insightful. Ladies, why would a man commit to you? Why would he take you out? Why would he wine and dine you? Why would you get all this chivalrous behavior if you're letting him smash for free? Like women are talking, you got to buy me a Birkin bag. I had this woman back in the day. Um, I was in a strip club. She said, man, I got I got $10,000 pussy. I said, you must be smoking. You know, she looked like Foxy Brown. I said, you, you smoking crack? She was a stripper. She expected men to pay, and she probably had men that would pay $10,000 to sleep with her. And the reality is some of these women out there, you know, think really think that. They expect you to spend thousands of dollars throughout the dating process. You figure, let's look at it over the course of a month. If you date someone, you know, let's say you date them, you know, let's just say twice a week or three times a week. Let's just say that's about $500. You know, I mean, close to $500 a week to date someone. Otherwise, you're a cheap-ass nigga. You know, you got to take them to this restaurant. You got to take them to that restaurant. You got to take them to this club. You got to take them to this lounge. Let's go to this jazz spot. Let's go to this spot. That stuff adds up. You got to pay for parking. You got to pay for drinks. You got to pay for food. You know, it's like literally $500 a week. (laughs) I mean, let's just say on a low end, let's just say you you would be viewed as a cheap-ass nigga. You know, let's just say you're only paying $500 a month. Let me ask you a question. Who the heck wants to pay $500 a month just to date? Think about that. That's that's a car note. You might as well be driving, trading that hoopty and go get you a a, a S-Class, an S550, S600, $500 car note. Then date some of these these women. A man does not want to make another, make dating you another bill. And again, $500 a month, as we just established, is on the low end, right? That's on the low end of things. You know, I know people who are spending $1,000 a month to date these multiple women. And we're not even talking about, because think about it, we're not talking about one woman. We're not just talking about dating one. We're talking about dating multiple women, because we're the hunters. Who wants to spend $1,000, who has $1,000 extra a month to spend on dating? Be cool. Be, you know, be classy, be humble, you know, pay. See, this is, this, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm, I'm kind of getting off track because this show specifically is about sex. But the, one of the next live shows I'm going to be doing, I started to do it first and probably should have did it first. I'm going to do, be doing a general, um, every year I do a, a special on how to have love, how to find love in 2021, 2020, 2019. I've done it over the last 10 or so years. And so that's going to be more so a general um, show on how to have love, what to do, what not to do, and that's where we're really going to get more into the dating process. But today's show really is about sex, so I don't want to get too far off track because you know that will take us into the other show. But at the end of the day, it's it's linked. Instead of having sex with you, you know, or excuse me, ex- instead of taking you out, whining and dining you, and making basically dating you a mortgage payment, I'm just going to choose to have sex with you. And that's what a lot of these men are doing. You know, that's why he ghosted you. That's why he hasn't committed to you. 
because you open the door for that by sleeping with them initially. Once you have sex with someone, there is no going out. There is literally no purpose, especially if he doesn't see a future with you, especially. Okay, you have to understand that. Understand, the question was, why do men date women for multiple years and then not marry or commit to her? Why waste the time? Let me tell you why. Because it's not a waste of time. See, watch this. See, men can date women indefinitely, right? We can date multiple women. That's where the whole player thing comes into play. We can date you and Sally Richardson and and, and Lisa Ray and, and Gabrielle Union and all these other different women. We can date you, and then when we choose to settle down with one of you, that's what we do. We're not losing anything by having sex with you. You know, whereas you are, it's, it's, it would be nice to say women and men could do the same things and have the same result, but it's just, it's just, it can't happen. A lot of women want to believe that they can have sex and be in these friends with benefits situations, and then when they meet the special guy that they like, they can settle down and commit. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. We can do that, but you can't. I mean, we can waste time and talk about how hypocritical that is, and we can talk about it, we can debate it, we can argue about that until you're 60. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We can do it, but you can't. Period. That's it. So you can try to do it if you want to. You can go out and have a friend with benefits. You can date whoever you think you can date, and then think that Prince Charming is going to come knocking on your door and wipe you up. No, you just got gave somebody else to ask last night. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I can guarantee you that. It's not going to. Ask any married man. Ask any man out here. Let me ask you. Here's the question. Ladies, ask your male friends this question. So say, you know, me and you met, and, you know, you like me, I liked you, we talked and whatever, we went out a couple times, but it became known that I was also dating someone else. Not didn't have the level of feelings that I have for you, but, you know, occasionally we would date and, you know, do what we do. Would you still continue to date me or take me seriously? Listen to what I'm saying to you. There is not a man out here who would continue to take that woman seriously. Or first of all, he, I mean, he wouldn't take you seriously to begin with because we have ways of knowing that. So that's the first thing to understand. But understand, the moment that he knows or senses the presence of another man, in your bedroom or in your life, you will not be taken seriously. Women, it's funny because women nowadays wear that like a badge of honor. Like, well, I'm out here dating. I'm dating. I'm just, I'm not single. I, I have friends. You ever, I've met so many women, they would say, say, oh, so what's up with you? You got a boyfriend? You chilling? What's up with you? Oh, no, I don't have a boyfriend, but, you know, I have friends. or I'm dating. Listen to what I'm telling you. Any thought of taking her seriously just went out the window. Any thought went out the window. You, the moment you tell a man that, it's a wrap. You just messed up. What what uh what what Bill Duke say in, in the movie? You you, you you know you done messed up, right? That's just that's what it is. The moment you say it, the moment it becomes known. See, here's the thing. We will watch this. We will compete for sex. Okay, men will compete for sex. They will not compete for your heart. 
Okay? If I'm just having sex with you, to be honest with you, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care who you're having sex with. I don't care what you do because we do what we do. And that's, that's we can compartmentalize, you know. But when when it becomes time to find someone that we are interested in, when we are pursuing a future with, there will be no other men, period. There are no other men. There's no competition. There's no dating. There's definitely no sex with other guys. So you have a decision to make, ladies. So a lot of women will ask me, okay, so, all right, I've been listening to you. I followed you. I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But what are you saying that men can go out here and date however many women that they want to date, but you're telling me I just got to sit at home and not date anybody? That's what you're saying? You, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Now, I can help you do that, and I've helped many women do that, and they're now married with kids and happily married, but, yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. So if you want to go against the grain and date Tom, Dick, and Harry, but only have sex with Tom and then expect to meet Tyrone and live happily ever after, it ain't going to happen. You will be single forever, guaranteed. You have to present yourself as a future wife. People are saying, "Well, hold on. You're saying I should. You're, t- you're saying I should act like a wife if I'm not even married. You're saying I should. I'm single, so I should act like I'm in a relationship, and I'm not even in a relationship. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I know that's different from what Kevin Samuels and whoever else, you know, want to try to tell you. But yes, when I met my wife, she was a homebody. Might go out with her girlfriends every once in a while. But yes, Friday nights I was in the clubs." And she was at the crib, chilling. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, we can try to act like you can live this elaborate, grand lifestyle, going out every weekend, clubbing. I've even had women like to go to these cigar bars, these cigar lounges. You know, you go to these, I mean, come on. You're going to a cigar lounge. I'm like, oh, do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. Okay, you don't smoke, but you want to put yourself in an environment with men who do smoke with the sole purpose of meeting these men. And then you expect one of those men to wipe you up, knowing you're only there to meet other men. You think that's a good idea? You really think that's a good idea? Who told you that's a good idea to do? It's not a good idea. You would have better success going on Match.com at your crib. People say, well, I mean, think of people like, I don't like, now I don't, I don't do online dating. I think that's a bad idea. But you think going to a cigar lounge and you don't smoke to meet men, that's a better idea? Okay. Good idea. Let me know how that works out for you. Go on eHarmony. Go on Match.com. Stay your ass in the house. Chill. Go to church on Sunday. The guy that's trying to come over on Friday night to smash, tell him no. It's not that hard. I'm not going to say it's not. It could be hard. It could be challenging. But still do it. It beats, you know, getting pregnant by somebody that, that doesn't want you and you don't want. We talk about deadbeat dads. Who wants to marry somebody and stick around in a, in a relationship with someone that he just wanted some ass from? The only reason you got pregnant is because you got that wop and he wanted to pull the condom off, which is obviously a stupid idea. But I'm just saying, you can't, and I'm not saying it's right. But we're talking about sex. If someone only wants you for sex, do you really think he's going to want to be a father to that child? 
Probably not. So we can talk about, we can do a whole show talking about how to best navigate the court system to get a guy to not be a deadbeat. We could do that. I could do a show on that. Or I could do a show encouraging women to just not have sex with guys who only want you for sex. That would probably be a better idea, a better use of two hours, right? Probably so. I'm just saying. Stop having sex with these weirdos. Stop having sex with men who you know only want you for sex. So the question the question was, why do men date women for multiple years and then not commit to them? They say, why waste the time? It's because it's not a waste of time. That was the whole point of it. Every woman is not worthy of a commitment. Some women are only good for sex, and that's okay. I'm telling you, just don't be one of those women. You see what I'm saying? Some women, you got grown women out here playing childish games, playing games like they're 21, going out to the clubs like they're 21, going to these bars like they're 20. They're 45 years old doing stuff that men did when they were 21, 19 years old, and they expect that to work out. You guys are getting older. I'm older. This same, if you listen, all these shows, go on iTunes, go on Blog Talk Radio, go on DadonTolbertShow.com and scroll all the way back from 15 years ago, you'll hear this same exact show done. I'm having deja vu right now saying the same exact things I said 20 years ago. And it's all documented. Some women listened, other women did not. The women that listened are now happily married. The women who did not are now listening in. Like, damn, I remember hearing this same show 15 years ago. That's crazy. Sitting in this, their same living room. In their same bedroom, on their same laptop, listen to me say the same thing 15 years later. At what point do you start to listen? Kevin Samuels, no disrespect to him, I don't know that man, but that type of advice is not going to get you a husband. The type of advice that's going to get you a husband is not just my advice, biblical advice. And I don't care who gives it as long as it's biblically based. I'm not a hater. I mean, I'm the, this is the original urban podcast. Don't get that twisted. But I have no problem with people coming after me doing something similar as long as it's real advice. I don't have a problem with that. And I will support that. Unfortunately, I can't name anyone who does what I do. Or that, you know what I mean? That, that gives real, biblically-based advice. And shoot, I'm not a hater. Like I said, inbox me. Send me names. I would love to follow somebody and connect with people who do something similar as me, but all, but from a real, you see what I'm saying it's all day today. This has been real advice. But there's nothing I've said today that's not biblically based. You see what I'm saying to you? Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's move on. There's, there's some other things that I want to talk about. Um, someone asked me, well, first of all, we talked earlier on about good sex versus bad sex. And I want to, I'm going to end on that, but this is definitely going to have to be a, I'm going to need to have a part two because there's a lot more stuff that I, I, want, I have, you know, in my notes that I want to talk about. But so a lot of women are, you're listening in today. Like, wow, this has been pretty informative. It's been pretty cool, you know. But now, so you're saying, okay, you talked about the dating process. But what about the sexual process? You know what I mean? You said you've heard all this. You said, you know what? I'm still going to have sex. So, you know, and that's fine. It is what it is. But I need to know 
what are some sexual, like from a male perspective, because that's what we're talking about today, how do men think about sex? How do we feel about sex? What would make a man say sex was good? What would make a man say sex was bad? Well, if you ask Cardi B, if you ask Megan Thee Stallion, you know, WAP, you know, wet-ass pussy is what makes sex good. Or being a, a, you know, a freak in the sheets is good sex. But one of the things you have to realize is that those things are good. Those things can be components of good sex under the right circumstances. Because here's the thing. Let me tell you what I mean. Some women do too much. What do I mean by that? So if you are, let's say I'm just, it's it's kind of hard to talk about this from a, from a, a real standpoint because technically there's nothing good about fornication. I mean, if we're being honest, you know what I mean? Like if you're in a situation where you're doing something that you really shouldn't be doing and, and isn't going to lead anywhere positive, it's hard to talk about it from a good perspective. But I will say this, let me, for the sake of this, this show, many women shoot themselves in the foot by being too sexually aggressive, by being too dominating, by being too um, freaky. Because if we're talking about, okay, I like you, you like me, let's do this. Let's, we, we're dating, right? I'm, I do like you. We have not had sex, but we're dating. I have plans on committing to you. But for whatever reason, we find ourselves in the bed and we're going to have sex. Now, mind you, my goal for you is to, is to commit to you. The sex is, it, it was not planned. It was not my sole purpose. For the, for the sake of this discussion, that's the scenario. This is, this is a man in the ready-to-settle-down stage. This is a man who wants to commit. This is a man who actually has genuine feelings for you. His goal is to commit to you. Or maybe he's already committed to you. But you find yourself watching a movie, things get hot and heavy, and you have sex. What would make that man say, wow, that sex was horrible and I don't want to, I'm going to walk away from this situation? A lot of times, ladies, if we look at you as one way and I'm thinking that, wow, she could be my wife, but you then go and do something that causes me to look at you like a hoe or causes me to look at question where you learned particular tricks or you're doing certain things that's like, why? Well, you know, like that's not what I want for my wife. That can be classified as bad sex. That could lead to me not calling you anymore. Are you guys following me here? Some of you do way too much in the bedroom. The th- Let me put it to you this way. The things that, like if you ask me personally, Hey, who who had what are some what's the freakiest thing that you've ever done with somebody? I mean, I probably wouldn't. I probably, I mean, I would tell my homies, right? I would tell maybe tell the guys in the barbershop, but that's not a story that women would want to hear. That's not the type of thing that you want to do 
or be a part of. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be that woman, ladies. You see what I'm saying to you? Whereas a lot of you women are trying to be that woman. You're dating this quote unquote great guy, this as the woman on the on the question said, this amazing guy. Right? But you're doing all these freaky things. And you don't understand. Like you're moaning and you're yelling, and you're screaming, Oh, F me, I do all the like that's not going to make him want to wipe you up. That's going to give him flashbacks of someone that he didn't even want to be with to begin with. You see what I'm saying to you? I could throw out some names. I could throw out some experiences, but that's not who I chose to spend the rest of my life with. Some of y'all are doing too much. Some of y'all are doing all these things thinking that that's what we want. I'll tell you one last story. I'll tell you a story. This is a real story. One of my good friends. I've told this story many times on the show over the last 20 years. I'm going to tell you guys this this story. This is a real story. I had a buddy. I said, yo, what's up, man? We out. We going to the club tonight. He was like, yeah, we out. We out. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, that was the plan earlier in the day. I said, yo, what's up, man? We still out? He's like, nah, man, I'm going out. I'm going out with this this, this chick. I was like, damn, for real? You playing me? He's like, nah, man, she might. She's, I think she might be the one. Trust me, she's worth it. I said, yo, this is the party of the year. There's going to be so many bad chicks there, this and that. You can find your wife at this party. No, nah, man, I think I found my wife. Hey, for real? It's like, what's going to happen? Are oh, you going out with her? It's like, yeah, man, we'll take her out. Maybe bring her back to the crib, chill for a little bit, maybe watch some movies, just relax. I think he's like, yo, I think she really might be the one. And and be clear, he was being honest with me. This is this was no BS. This is, I'm not BS. He was being honest with me. He said she might be the one. And he, I, he mentioned her a couple times before, but and I knew he was serious about her, and that was his goal, was to make her his wife. That's what what it was. So I went out that night. He chilled with her that night. The next day, I hit him up like, "Yo, what's up, man?" Now he hit me. Up. He called me. He's like, "Yo, how was the club?" I was, like, I was cool. It was all right. I said, "How was the date?" He said, "Man," I said, "What happened? I thought you was gonna wipe her up." I said, "What what, what happened?" He said, "Man," she let me hit it. Now pause right there for a second. Just pause right there. A lot of women. That the way you think men think about sex, that's not a bad thing. That should not you would not think normally that a man would be disappointed that he got some sex the previous night, right? Especially after passing up going out to the club. You would think that would be a good thing. It wasn't a good thing. I said, Dang, man, and he didn't even have to tell me anything. He didn't even have to elaborate on it because I already knew. He was disappointed. He's like, man, I thought she was special. I was like, damn. And I felt his pain because I've been there. He wanted, I said, hey, what, what, I mean, what, what did she do? She did some crazy stuff? He's like, nah, it was all right. It was cool. It just, it was just the fact that she gave it up. And unfortunately, that's what so many women don't understand. That is a real story. From a real friend of mine About a real situation Don't be that woman ladies Don't go into it thinking See a lot of women are thinking Oh wow I'm going to put it on him That's going to that's gonna solidify Because she was already wifey She was already He was already going to wife her That's how he viewed her He was already putting Remember I told you about earlier About the two categories Wife or jump off or you know, No he was already going to wife her 
But unfortunately, you know, she gave it up. And so it, it's kind of like a moot point. We can talk about what's good sex. We can talk about what's bad sex. But at most times, it's just the fact that you had sex. You know, you can talk, we can talk about, oh, you got to arch your back like this. You got to be able to ride like this. You got to don't just lay there like a, you know, a dead fish or, you know, where we can talk about all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do or what you don't do. Because watch this. If a man has genuine feelings for you, but you're not the best sexual experience of his life, guess what? He's still going to wife you up. Some women say, whoa, but then he's he's going to be cheating. He's going to go back and cheat with, with someone else who, who does all that other free stuff. No, he's not. Not if he's a good man. Because sex is not the end-all and be-all. You know, your personality, your spirituality, your level of emotional availability, those are the things that we really seek out and the things that really matter, you know, in a, in a relationship, in a marriage. Your best sexual experience, I can almost guarantee, ask any man you know, our best sexual experience our most freaky sexual experience, whether it's a threesome or whatever the case is, you know, that's not, those are not things that you do with your wife, the videotaping and all types of crap, the guys passing cell phones around in the barbershops and showing different things. Oh, look at this chick. Y'all sending women, you know, sending these uh, nudes with the head cut off, the headless horseman picture I call. Yeah, yeah, that's not who gets wiped up. You think that sending those pictures is going to ultimately lead to him viewing you as wifey, but it, it takes away from that. You know what I mean? Because what's the point of getting a, a picture? It's not for his memory. It's not for his personal enjoyment. It's to impress his friends. So how can he go and wife you up when he already showed you or showed his friends your nipples? Oh, man. I mean, I hate to put it like that, but I'm just saying. I can't wipe you up now that my 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 best friend is now seeing your boobs, you know, seeing you playing with your clip like that. I can't. I can't bring you home to mom. I can't introduce it. Oh, hey, this is this is so-and-so. This is so-and-so from the video I sent you that she sent me uh, last Friday night. Can't do that. And watch this. And it's not even so much all about the videos or the pictures. But the stories, if you do X, Y, and Z sexual stuff, I can't just keep that. I got to tell somebody about that. These men, I mean, it's just like y'all know, like y'all are having these conversations, men talk. It's called barbershop talk. Just like Donald Trump and Billy Bush were talking about, oh, you know, ground by the pussy. I mean, we can, listen, you think those aren't real conversations? Y'all want to bash Donald Trump because he want, he's talking about grabbing women by the pussy, but nobody, the man that you're dealing with right now has done ten times worse. Nobody talks about that. You're, 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 the guy you're going to have sex with tonight, you know how many pussies he's grabbed? But Donald Trump is the devil because he's talking about all oh, you got to do is grab by the pussy. What the heck do you think these the conversations are like in these barbershops? <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Yo, it's like, it's amazing. But that's But that's what this show is for. You know, it's to give you guys not the not the sugar-coated version of what you think it should be, but what it actually is. Not how you think we think about sex, but how we actually think about sex. 
what are those conversations like? What's the real reason that you got ghosted? You know, why do you want to be taken out, but he feels like all you are worthy of is, you know, uh, uh, Netflix and chill? That's what we've got to talk about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there for today, guys. Um, but like I told you, that this, this is definitely going to have to be a part two. Um, and what I may do is, like I said, I'm going to do a, um, a follow-up show on how to have love in 2021 and just add in um, some of these other things that, that tie into sex. I still want to talk about, um, somebody, someone asked me the difference between a mistress, you know, and a jump-off. The difference between a side chick or why, even why men have side chicks, but that'll kind of take us into why men cheat, which is a, a totally separate show, um, which I'll, I'll also be doing um, in 2021. But uh, like I said, man, follow me. Turn on your post notifications, um, you know, live video notifications, so you always – I don't have a, a set time that I do these shows. I'll be honest with you. I do these shows when I feel like it. You know, I do, I do what I want to do, so you just got to follow me. I'll pop up. The good news is that all shows, if you miss it, if you miss it live, um, all shows are archived at DadonTolbertShow.com, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, um, the Friends of the Dadon Tolbert Show group. So follow me in any of those places. And um, hopefully you guys enjoy it, man. Like I said, I, you don't have to like it. You don't have to share it. I don't care about any of that. I know a lot of people want to listen anonymously. That's perfectly fine. It is what it is. But just just understand this information. I know much of it was hard to stomach. I know much much of it was, um, you know, I've heard women have actually told me this. Say, wow, I, I like listening to you, but you know, or you give good advice, but I hate listening to you because it hurts my feelings. It makes me think about the mistakes I've made in my past. I said that's fine. I said just just don't keep making those same mistakes. There's nothing wrong with a mistake. Just don't keep doing it. You gave up the ass to somebody you shouldn't have. That's cool. Don't don't keep doing it. You want love? Keep your legs closed. It's simple. You know, you don't want to get ghosted? Stop having sex. Simple. You know? You don't want to be treated, you know, disrespectfully. You don't want to be disrespected. You don't want to receive dick pics in your inbox. Take your your, your, your uh, ass shots down. Stop posting your boobs on social media. You know? You want men to view you differently. You have to present yourself differently. That's all. So, uh, I appreciate you guys listening, and I will see you guys next time.
your motivation Child, the day done told will come and rock your world Date on be your motivation, child. The date on top will motivate you, girl. Date on be your motivation, child. The date on top will come and change your world. You don't ever have to settle for less. You don't have to be a fool. Call them up, let the tears fall. Don't be 